Yo, 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 yo. What's poppin'? Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You're all far too kind. This is it's a beautiful Sunday. I usually don't record on Sundays, so you know, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good groove. So, um, a lot going on out here. A lot going on. I like when a lot is going on. It gives me more stuff to talk about. First thing I want to talk about is big shout out to my boy Henry and his girl Branda, the high school friends of mine, knowing them forever. Um, they're soon to be parents. Super proud of them. <laughs> Gonna make me cry, guys. Proud of them. Um, Shout out to RD. You know, they're having their first kid. Everybody who knows what RD is knows what RD is. I, if you know, you know. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. But they're having their first kid. Shout out to them. Um, I went to that baby shower yesterday. And it was lit because I realized baby showers are just events for adults to get drunk at. <laughs> like, like it's kids there and shit. But it we was blasting pop smoke and woo walking and Millie rocking and Niggas pulled up with the Henny Coladas. Like, it it got lit. It was cool, though. Shout out to them, though. I love those guys. But, um, so, yeah, what's, what's, what's new in the world? Um, it, <laughs> I, this episode, I know y'all think I bash women, but in this episode, I, I got to come to women's defense because what the fuck? Like, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, Put out a song called Wet Ass Pussy. Now, as a man, I thought that, like me, all other men like wet ass pussy. Like Megan Thee Stallion, she about five ten buck eighty five, big old ass, some nice titties. Who don't want to see that twerking? Cardi B, a whole freak, tongue longer than God knows what. Tattoos everywhere, ass bouncing everywhere, big old titties. You know what I'm saying? Talking about she wanna put your heart your whole dick in her throat. Like what? I thought dudes would have liked that song. Kylie Jenner pulled up. Unnecessary appearance, but I appreciated it. And people, stop acting like Kylie Jenner's ugly. She's not, okay? Kylie Jenner looks better than any chick. Any of you niggas ever dated? Stop. <laughs> like, cause people be capping, like, acting like if they came home and Kylie Jenner was butt naked on their bed, that they'd be like, get out. Nigga, please. Like, you'd be, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, if Kylie Jenner butt naked on your bed or any of them Kardashian chicks, with the exception of Bruce Jenner, you fucking. If not, I don't know, something wrong with you. But anyway, these three women, including other participants in the video made a video called wet ass pussy and dudes were complaining oh this is what's wrong with women ah, la, la. these bitches is thoughts bitches is trish ah, whatever one of whatever other phrase you want to use and i'm just sitting here like y'all niggas is gay y'all really sitting here complaining about women talking about they want to give you some wet pussy and suck your dick <laughs> what what more do you want from them? You want to hear about them 
uh, cleaning the bathroom? Like, you want to hear about them shooting dice? What do you want to hear from women in songs? How much they love you? Like, I don't know. Personally, I've been watching that video for like the past two weeks. Shitting me? Of course I want to see that. Of course I want to hear about women ready to fuck. <laughs> Why? You know what I'm saying? When you go to the club, that's what you go there for. It's crazy, man. Then you got girls hating. Oh, Kylie shouldn't have been there, man. Shut the fuck up. And then like, yo, that's the problem with this new music. There's no, there's no moral to the story of the music. They're just vulgar lyrics. These women are whores. Like, and I'm just like, oh, time out, time out. Too Short made a song called Blowjob Betty for crying out loud. Okay. They sampled a song called There's Some Hoes in This House. That song came out like 20 some odd years ago. You're going to act like, don't stop, pump that, don't stop. Like, y'all wasn't bouncing all over to that motherfucking French Montana song all through 2012. I love my big booty bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about? We acting brand new now. Oh, like, Sean ain't come up with a song. I was getting some head, getting, getting some head. Like, come on now. What are we doing? Women in Vogue lyrics is not new. Lil' Kim was yip yapping about how she can make a Sprite can disappear in her mouth. Do you know how, pause, girthy a Sprite can is? Everybody was like, whoa. Cisco made the thong song. I remember that song came out. I was in sixth fucking grade. Right when puberty kind of starts. And I was just like, yo, I, I don't know what I want to do to these women, but I like these thongs and my dick wants to do something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who are we kidding? Stop. Stop. Y'all was just all hot girl summer last year. Eight figure rich nigga. That's my type. That was all y'all last year. Now y'all this year, y'all acting all, all Republican on us. All studious. Come on now. You bitches is bugging. Y'all be on the gram all day shaking your ass, posting thirst traps, talking all this freaky deaky shit. But because Cardi and Megan put it in the song, though, oh, the, the lyrics. The, oh, my goodness. Shut the fuck up, man. Like I always say, my generation made a song that went to the window, to the wall, to the sweat drip down my balls. You know, like we made that song famous for crying out loud. The Yin Yang twin said, where do you see my dick? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? We're, we're no strangers to vulgar lyrics in our music. That's our whole generation. We invented that. Everything we did was vulgar. Crying out loud, we listen to Eminem kill his wife and call his mother a bitch and say all types of crazy shit. His whole career. And we made him famous. His whole career. And now we want to act like, oh man, we can't. We, we made strip club anthems lit, okay? Men and women. We've been, we been throwing money in strip clubs. Everyone my gen, everyone around my age, nine out of 10 people I know my age have been to a strip club, okay? Cardi B started in the strip club. Y'all brought her to the forefront. Now, y'all want to act all like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. There's mad women hate going on, yo. Um... Speaking of, um, uh, nah, I'm gonna save that for later because that's that's I'm one more thing about women hate Kamala Harris, right? She's Joe Biden's running mate, okay? 
Good, bad, or indifferent. Everyone's just like, oh, don't vote for her. She don't care about black people. She was putting black men in prison. She's fake black. Her dad Jamaican. Her mom Indian. She ain't for the black people. Uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But this is what I say. Y'all don't want her in office because she put black men in prison. Okay. But y'all listen to 6 9 and And don't try to front like you don't. Because see, on Instagram, when you go to anyone's page, you could go to a tab that shows everyone that's following them, right? And all y'all niggas and nigglets that's talking all this, oh, she put black men in jail. Y'all be following 6 9 the same cat that snitched on Brooklyn and put half of Brooklyn in prison doing fed time. Y'all be following him liking his post. I see y'all. Stop acting gangster. Stop. Stop. Y'all, yo, and this is what fucks my head up, right? We sat here for four years complaining about Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Yo, Nipsey Hussle made songs about it. Motherfucking YG made songs about it. They say, oh, America's as racist as it's ever been under Donald Trump's watch. Okay, this is the narrative that we're running with. The minute Joe Biden announces Kamala Harris as his running mate, y'all totally forgot what y'all initial issue was. Y'all initially had an issue with Trump, but now y'all just like, no, forget all that. Don't put Kamala Harris in. What the fuck? You can't win with y'all. But giving you an alternative to Trump, and it's like, well, we don't like the alternative. We don't like Trump either. Well, what do you want? What do you want? You want Bernie Sanders? You want Bernie Sanders, who's like 9,000 years old? Okay, Bernie Sanders was there when Martin Luther King was born. Bernie Sanders saw slavery with his own eyes. That nigga old as shit. All right? He's not going to win. He's not. So these are the same people who don't vote for local government. These are the same people that don't know their amendments. These are the same people who get arrested for dumb shit like jump in a turnstile or get on a train and then never go pay the the, the, the fee, the fine, and then it turns into a warrant, and then they get locked up, then it's, yo, the system, bro. Like, bro, the, anyway, the point I'm trying to make is if you hate Donald Trump so much and then they give you Biden and Kamala Harris, which do you think is worse? Because the way I'll paint the picture, it can't get any worse than Trump. It can't get any worse. Is it because she's fake black, like y'all are saying? And that's what's wrong. Like I said before in here, black people too concerned with who's black enough. Like, um, that's the problem. So is she, is she fake black? Y'all call Joe Biden a pedophile. Y'all call him Sleepy Joe. Y'all say he's too aggressive. But then y'all, it's like, okay, well, if they don't win, it's four more years of Trump. So realistically, it comes down to do you want Coke or Pepsi? We've had Coke for the last four years. Y'all don't like Coke, so they're offering Pepsi. And y'all saying, I don't want Pepsi either. Well, if you don't buy the Pepsi, Coke is going to come back in the office. And you're going to be drinking it for another four years. So what the fuck do you want? Okay. 
I try to stay away from politics on here because realistically, all this politics stuff to me is just one big ass game. The same people that will sit up there and call each other rapists and pedophiles and saying that they'll ruin the country. Soon as the election time is over, they're at the same parties in the Hamptons at the same. They all went to the same colleges. They're all in the same secret societies, so to speak. It's all fugazi. They all know each other. They all kick it. They all went to the same law schools, own businesses together. It's, 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 it's a fucking, it's a, it's a shit show. Okay. I get it. But do realize if you don't want Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, Trump is coming back. That's kind of the only two choices right now. And don't, and don't act like Kanye really has a choice. Okay. Don't do something dumb and write Harambee on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let's just be realistic. Let's take more responsibility of of who we put in office on the national level, the state level, city level, borough level. OK, let's just put a little more thought into what we're doing. But back to the whole uh, hating on women. Right. Like I said, in this episode, I'm on women's side. I'm on your side. So Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, they seem to have been kicking it during the whole quarantine. Tory Lanez had the quarantine radio. He had the shit back jumping. You know what I'm saying? Megan Thee Stallion had number one song with Beyonce. Savage, classy, bougie. Yeah, TikTok going, all that, right? I actually kind of like the Savage song. I like the beat for it. That shit knocking the whip. All right. Um, I didn't really like the remix that much. I was like, I ain't really need Beyonce on this. But they or there to each their own. Um, so Megan Thee Stallion, she's like the the hot female rapper right now. OK, now Megan Thee Stallion is about five, ten buck, eighty five. Right. Megan Thee Stallion could play linebacker on my football team. OK, <laughs> that's not funny, but she could. This, this is that's a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? Every dude for the last two years been like, man, I ride that horse like shit. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody was trying to fuck Megan Stallion, right? She get with Tory Lanez, who's built like a fucking jockey. This motherfucker is five foot two, five three, 125 pounds, right? He's built like a fucking leprechaun. Kevin Hart looks brolic next to him. Okay, that, that's how small Tory Lanez is. So apparently... They was kicking it. I don't know what happened. I'm not even going to try to speculate. They were in a car, got into an argument. She got out. Tori pulled out a gun and blasted her in her foot. Okay, cool. I'm not here to give right, wrong opinions. All I'm saying is this. I can't think of a scenario. I mean, I could, but I don't understand why a grown ass man ever has to shoot a woman like if she had a knife or she had a pistol or she had some form of life threatening weapon and was charging at you, I get the toolie out. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch got to get put on a T-shirt. It's my life or yours. <laughs> you feel me? Like in that scenario. OK, but the the scenario that's been given to us was they were arguing in a car. She got out of the car, walked away and he shot her like her back was to him. He shot her in the back of the foot. So I'm just like, what the hell could have happened that he felt the need to get out the car and chase her and start firing? 
it it sounds like there's like a chunk of this story missing. Now, of course, before I incriminate anyone in the court of public opinion, I, I need to hear their story. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know what led up to that point. I I can't imagine the story that Tory Lanez has that could have me like, mm, I'm on your side, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I'm not here for... I'm not here to support men beating all women. Like I've always said, if I got a chick that's hitting me or doing other types of shit, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grab you so you can stop hitting me. I'm gonna push you into a safe zone. I'm gonna leave and I'm not going to hit you back, but I will come back with three fat bitches to jump you. I'm not going to touch you. Them bitches are going to fuck you up. I'm going to get fat bitches, especially if you got long hair. I'm going to get fat bitches from the Bronx or Brownsville who got them little Akuma ponytails that can barely grow one. So when they see you with long hair, they're going to be mad. And they're going to bust you up. They're going to bust your ribs in. They're going to yank your hair out. That's the type of energy I'm on. I'll just get them three bitches to rock your shit. And I ain't got to pay them much. I just got to get them some roll up and a little bit of food. And we good money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not fighting no woman. I damn sure ain't shooting one unless it is a life altering situation where it's my life or hers. Okay, you come charging at me with a knife, I'm blow your head off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that. But everyone just sitting there going, oh yeah, see, it was hot girl summer last year, shot girl summer this year. It's like, all right, people, someone got shot. Like, that's not funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this goes to show you this is my, my point. Like dudes will get gangster on a woman or on civilians, but won't get gangster on the people that's fucking this shit up. How we how we getting gangster on Meg the Stallion, but nobody popped that six nine yet. How we getting gangster on Meg the Stallion, and for the nine thousandth time I've said on this podcast, no one shot at George Zimmerman yet. How we getting gangster on Megan the Stallion, but no one took a a fucking rubber band shot at the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. They ain't do a goddamn thing. So I'm tired of hearing all this gangster shit from grown men who like to pick on people who can't defend themselves. Okay. And listen, there's people here saying that Meg the Stallion's a snitch. Okay, folks, if her and Tory Lanez went to go rob a bank and they got caught and the cops pulled her in for questioning, and then she and he got away and she snitched and said, nah, Tori ran off with the money. That's snitching. OK, so you mean to tell me if your sister, your aunt, your cousin, any woman in your family, your homegirl gets into an argument with her man and he backs out a pistol and pops her in the foot. It's snitching if she tells the cops. The fuck are you talking about? Yo, I'm a grown man. You shoot me. I'm telling on you. I am tattletelling. I am pointing you out in the lineup. You are going to prison. I hope you get raped in the ass. What the fuck are you shooting me for, bro? I'm telling on you. You feel me? Like, what do we... We got to stop this whole... Nah, she should have held it down. Stop snitching. What the fuck are you talking about? It's not like she was holding drugs for the nigga. He shot her. Like, if, if, if a female... If, if cops pulled up and he took a gun... And some drugs and was like, yo, Meg, hold that down for me. Uh, uh. And she was participating in smoking the weed and all that other shit. And she held it down because there's no female cops there. So she can't get searched. And then they get away with it or he gets arrested or whatever the case may be. And she agrees to partake in something. And then she tells on him. All right, cool. That's snitching because you're participating in a crime together. OK, you agreed to this crime. 
Not, yo, man, I'm tired of you twerking. You think you hot shit. You know what? Shot girl summer. Like, that's, that's not snitching. Like, what are you talking about? What's next? Yo, if I rape you, hold it down. Like, where do we draw the line? The fuck are y'all talking about she snitched? She should have. And people could say, oh, if you listen to her music, that's the same as listening to 6 9 Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. That, first off, 6 9 was accused of child pornography. 6 9 was going around trying to start mischief for people, telling people to suck his dick, putting uh, bounties out on people's heads and all types of goofy shit, running with gang members, riding around with guns. Riding around, having stolen items in this house that people he was affiliated with stealing shit from. If Megan was moving on that type of time, hey, the all right, cool. But she just chilling in the whip and get shot. And y'all say she snitched at a time like this. <laughs> a time like this, where black people are getting shot, like left and right. What are you gonna say? She snitched. Okay. Okay. Like, I, <laughs> people are really comparing this woman to 6ix9ine. Makes no goddamn sense. They're not even, the situations aren't even remotely close. I don't get it. I, I, I genuinely don't understand. So that, that, that's my thoughts on Tori and Meg. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. But I'm not going to sit here and call her a snitch. Like, that's that's corny to me, man. And I think as grown men, come on, man. Ain't no woman beating you up in a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get he's half her size. Okay? Like, but it's no reason to get out the car and start shooting at him. And, oh, the part that gets me tight is this is the one issue I have with this whole scenario, yo. Black women, please understand. Can y'all please start with this narrative of black women are so unprotected? Da, da, da. Okay, listen. I, I get it. I get it. Is racism going on? Um, black women aren't as valued and upheld as other women in society. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of true, right? Um, even when it comes to advertising... The least amount of money spent on advertising is on black women. Okay. Um, that's an actual fact. But the narrative of no other men will allow their women to be beaten this way and blah, blah, blah. That's why I disagree. Because I have cable and I have this channel called the ID channel. Okay. And on the ID channel, 24 7 365 days out the year is white men beating the holy fuck out of their white wives and family like every episode some dude just chris benoit's his whole family and then goes back to work like all right lunch is over and i've never heard a white woman say white women are so unprotected like okay you know what i'm saying i get what you guys are getting at but their whole families are being murdered every day. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. 
it, it, it happens so often. I'm like, damn, all these stories can't be true. Like, what the fuck? White people really on some sick shit. And you never really hear white women saying, oh, my God, the, the white men don't care about us white women. <laughs> Listen, man, it's yo the whole every episode of some white dude raping a white woman, killing his kids, killing his family. You know what I'm saying? And no one ever runs with this narrative of the white man don't love the white woman. You know what I'm saying? It it gets silly after a while. Like, black people are the only people where we got to, like, write books about understanding each other. Like, there's this one book. Oh, man, I forgot the author. And it was just like a black man's guide to loving a black woman. And then I see, like, black women having forms and fucking talk shows where they're like, yo, as black women, should we support our black men more? Yes, you, you fucking should. Right? I've never met a group of Asian women who sat around and went, hey, you think we should support our husbands? Uh, yes, motherfucker. Like, and if they do, they don't make television shows about it. Okay, we put all our problems on television. We got to stop that shit. Okay? And stop with the, the negative Nancy... Oh, you don't need no man. Like, okay. Let me start off by saying this. I truly believe that men and women need each other, whether it be via relationship through like a, a a loving relationship, like husband and wife, whether it be through a platonic relationship, like a friendship. I truly believe whether it be like a, a daughter needs her father or a son needs his mother and vice versa. I think we all need each other. And I think we genuinely need to stop this narrative. You don't need no man, girl. Okay, I understand you're saying this because some dude broke your heart and you continue to live on without him. Great. You don't think men have been heartbroken by dirty ass bitches who just want to be thoughts? It happens. We don't sit around having forums saying, I don't need no woman. Da, da, da. That sound gay, my nigga. What, what you need, another dude? Like, no, we're not, you know what I'm saying? We're not, you got to stop this. Like, I've always said, uh, people are like puzzle pieces, okay? And not, the two puzzle pieces may not be built exactly the same, okay? But when they come together, it's a perfect fit. Even though one may look different, one may be larger in size, that one piece that the other one is lacking comes into that other piece's life and they connect. Okay, I realize I'm sounding like on some Tyrese and Will Smith shit right now, but that's really my philosophy on how people work. They're just pieces that fit together. They don't sit there going, well, that one's taller. Well, that one has two spaces. That one has two. Like, it's just, yo, they fit together. We need that to complete the puzzle. Okay, that's how I look at it. Okay, men provide sperm. Women can hold the baby right there. Let you know just the essence of life. Let you know that. A man and a woman need each other. Okay? So please, grown bitter women, stop telling your nine-year-old niece or your nine-year-old daughter or somebody's cousin or the kid you're babysitting. You don't need no man. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. We all need each other. Stop. Because when you have the kid and the father leaves, what they say, oh, he don't do shit for me. You don't need them. It's what you need them around for, right? That sounds dumb. But then if you have a son and then he grows up to be a man, like, I, yo, I know that one thing I noticed, a lot of women don't understand men until they have sons. Like a lot of girls I know, I'm not going to say no names, 
that are bitter and angry and hate men end up having sons. And then they realize that like, yo, the guy is not always wrong. They'll be the first ones to be like, nah, these dirty ass bitches. And now all of a sudden they dirty ass bitches. But when you were young, men were the problem. You get what I'm saying? We got to stick together. Not for nothing. If I sound a little delayed or a little slow, I'm hung the fuck over. (laughs) I got pretty blitzed at my boys at the baby shower I was at yesterday. I apologize. But back to my point. um, Yeah, we need each other. We need each other. Girls need their fathers. Boys need their fathers. Girls need their mothers. Boys need their mothers. Okay, let's just stop. Let's just stop. Let's set the tone for a new generation of how families should be orchestrated, how we should do things. Because the, the, the battle of the sexes hating each other over petty shit is getting tiring. It's getting corny. Okay. Um, One thing I, that kind of annoyed me, this way left field topic, I saw... J. Cole is getting a trial for the NBA. Now, listen, I'm all for people exploring their dreams, and I don't limit people to only working in one field. Okay. The only gripe I have in this situation is I think to myself about dudes that I know personally who've been working out at the goal of getting in the NBA since like junior high school. Like these dudes would be up 5 a.m. every day to get a run in. Right. They run a mile every morning, shoot some jump shots up. And this is all before practice. Then they get to practice every day. They play on their team every day. They go to offseason workouts, AAU, five star basketball camps. Okay, then they go play ball in uh, like an elite high school. Then they go to like a, a good college. They play ball there just to not get drafted. And then they end up playing overseas or whatever, which is which is still a great achievement. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. And they sacrifice years of going out. They don't smoke. They don't drink. They lost a lot of relationships and women that they were dating because they put basketball first. Right. And there's dudes in the league, right. Who are top tier players who aren't going to get their contracts renewed next year. So imagine being those dudes you don't get your contract picked up or you're playing overseas or you didn't get drafted or you made it to the summer league. You didn't make a team. Then you turn on the television and see 35 year old J Cole getting a trial with the Pistons. What the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like my man, you've been, you're a great rapper, talented rapper. Okay. And you've been excelling in that field. You ain't played Real ball in 15, 20 years at this point in like a real league. And then some dude is somewhere right now shooting a thousand shots a day, trying to get on the NBA team. And he'll never get that call, not even for a tryout. But J. Cole, because he's famous, is getting a tryout. Listen, I don't know how nice J. Cole is. I don't. But I'm pretty sure any professional player on a high-ranking overseas team or in the G League will whoop this dude's ass and they'll never get the chance. 
You mean to tell me J. Cole is better than Isaiah Whitehead or Lance Stevenson or any of those dudes who really ball out and play in Dykeman tournaments every year, West Forth tournaments every year, or that dude Filet from Instagram? I think his real name is Jesse Jones. He plays over in Canada. You mean and that dude is nice and he can't make the league. You mean to tell me that J. Cole is better than any of those dudes? I'm sorry. <laughs> like I listen, J. Cole, no hate. If you if you're nice enough to make a roster, hey man, I'll shut the fuck up. I'll cheer every time you make a jump shot. But I just find it kind of fucked up that it's like, damn, I know what to do right now struggling to make the league he can't even get a call for a tryout but j cole gets one and there's no like real footage of j cole putting in work at least dave east was like made it to d1 college there's like footage of how nice he is so if he got the call to make it to the league i'd be like oh okay that kind of makes sense used to play with kevin durant michael beasley you know what i'm saying like he, he he's been with some some lit players so i would understand that but j cole Whatever, man. Um, now it's time for Supreme Dickhead. Um, like I said before, Supreme Dickhead can go to any and everyone. And on this episode, I got to give it to me. Um, <laughs> I almost fucking killed myself. And I, I was laying in bed and I was like, yo... Because every, I, I, like, as you know, I, I talk a lot. So I try to preserve my vocal cords. So I take halls, right? And I put it in a tea at night, like chamomile tea. I just want something warm to, to preserve my vocal cords, right? So y'all can hear my sexy voice. So it's late. I shouldn't have done this shit. It's late. I made the tea, chilling in my bed. I didn't even drink the damn tea. I took a halls, right? And usually I put it in the tea so that it dissolves, it vaporizes, and it, it's like drinking, it's almost like drinking Vicks, and it like clears everything up. For whatever reason, I'm like, nah, let me just take the halls. So I'm laying in bed, have the halls in my mouth, and I fucking fell asleep. So now I have a whole halls in my mouth. I'm sleeping. Yo, I'm 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 laying there. I wake up and I'm just like there's like no air coming out. I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to die. And this is how I know I'm a human being, right? But I'm like 40% human, 60% comedian. Because my first thought as I was choking was, wow, niggas really going to laugh at me for dying on the halls. <laughs> like even in a moment where I could have possibly died, I'm still cracking jokes on myself. Like, wow. And I said, while this is happening, if I survive this, I'm giving myself supreme dickhead. So I'm banging on my stomach, banging on my chest. And finally, the halls comes flying out across the room. Like, how whack would that have been? You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't swam with sharks. Climbed up pyramids in Mexico. Played football in 110 degree weather. Went snowboarding down a mountain when it was snowing, could barely see. Survived all these things. And you die from a fucking halls? Like, that's, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't go out like that. You know what I'm saying? Dumbass shit, man. But yeah, I'm still here. Thank God. Thank God. 
you know? It it definitely would have went been a, a bitch ass way to go out. Like that that's that's not cool. That's not cool, man. But yeah, that's today's episode. Stop bullying women, yo. Megan not a snitch. Alright, let's stop with that shit. And now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. Dreams are unreliable because when you wake up, so many details are forgotten. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Oh, before I go, I'm tripping. Happy birthday to Kobe Bryant. Stay black, y'all. Peace.